Hello and welcome everyone. I am Jody Rye and this is season one of our show, We Are BC Fed Leaders, where career journeys of amazing public servants in British Columbia and other regions are shared in the hopes of inspiring dialogue, generating ideas and enhancing learning. This podcast series, the first of its kind in BC Federal Service, is the brainchild of Cynthia Bouchard, Dr. Judy Beck, and yours truly. The BC Fed Leaders campaign is in full swing, and the momentum for it to be the united voice for leaders in BC is gaining traction. The focus of the BC Fed Leaders campaign launch is cultivating and sustaining a culture of continuous learning applying systems thinking to how we do things with the ultimate hope of creating a high-performing public service in BC. To kick off our season, we have episodes one to four with my fellow free agent colleagues, Kieran, Frank, Erica, and Kaylee, who share their thoughts and views on leadership success profiles for high performance. The leadership profiles discussed were future-focused, people-enabler, self-aware, collaborator, influencer, adaptive mindset, change agent, and risk. My colleagues were asked three questions. Which profiles resonated with them? Which ones have they seen in action? And of the eight profiles, which ones did they see as their strengths, as well as which ones they wanted to enhance? As you listen to their four stories, I hope you discover some nuggets of learning, and should you wish to connect with me on Twitter, at HeyHumantis or at BC Fed Leaders for some dialogue, please do so. Happy listening and happy learning. Thank you, Kaylee. Love to hear your story around leadership. And so we've got, as you know, we have eight profiles that we're focusing on. And um, the first question, let's just dive in. Curious about of the eight leadership uh, profiles and um, sort of descriptors, which of them resonated the most with you? Well, I was looking through, and I, I do like all of them, but there's two that stood out in particular. One of them is future focus. And so this is really a piece of sort of continually listening to what's going on, figuring out what's changing, thinking about trends and looking forward to the future and actually sort of building on what's happening today but moving it, advancing sort of that agenda. The other one that I really liked was the adaptive mindset. And so again, this is a piece where it's talking about just like getting rid of any bias that you have and trying things and doing things. And, and, you know, it links a lot to some of the other ones about theory of risk, but this idea that change is constant. And I mean, we hear so much in, especially, especially in government work about wanting to sort of get to our new normal or stabilize operations. And I think that realistically, Nothing's ever going to be stable. We're constantly changing. We have different political agendas. We have different economic situations happening. We have major world events that are happening. So we're always in this piece of change. And then combining that with sort of the way that generations come into work, who our workforce is today, and even technology, we have to be able to sort of constantly look at how do we adapt to what our new reality is. And as you were talking, I was thinking about um, the three pillars under Beyond 2020, uh, and, and, and everything you've said to me is such a direct, beautiful link to that. I'm curious about, um, in your experience, 
in the Yukon, where have you seen these eight profiles or have you seen them, uh, whether it be in your work experience, people you've worked with, or whether you feel you've shown them? Sure. Well, it's really neat because I've actually um, had a fair bit of experience working with both BC and Yukon, uh, some different national managers community committees. There's two or three that I participate on, as well as chairing the BC Yukon Interdepartmental Staffing Community of Practice. So that's a, a piece that I've been involved in for many, many years. Uh, and I've had clients, of course, in BC in previous um, roles that I've had, but I really see the piece that, I mean, all of them definitely have been demonstrated in pockets here and there. Mm. Um, but the ones that I'm, um, and I think the people enabler piece is one that I'm seeing more and more and hearing more and more about with people is that we're, we're seeing people who aren't necessarily in management or director roles, who are actually taking big leadership positions. And I am a firm believer in this. I think that we all have the ability to lead in different ways. And one of the things that you talk about a lot, Jody, is sort of this idea of just, is it being a leader or is it just being a good human? Um, and I, I really like that idea because I think that we all have the ability, whether it's somebody who's in a CR4 role, who's able to say, look, like, let's clean up these processes. I can help everybody do the administrative piece of it better. So I think I'm seeing more and more this people enabler piece where people are actually, you know, in all different roles, in all different capacities, getting this idea to actually know and understand what works. And I think the free agents model is a really cool way of this, is that, you know, we're all working together and we're all bringing different things to the table that help everybody grow and sort of be their best version of themselves, um, as opposed to being directed on what specific task must be done. Mm. Yeah, I, I love that. And, you know, with you and I both have a, a very strong H, HR background. And, and when you talked, I kept thinking about the uh, delegation table, <laughs> the, HR, yeah. the HR delegation table. And, you know, the challenges that um, maybe all of us sometimes feel around, are we supposed to, do I have the authority to do? I think they do still have some part to play. But I think that the reliance on them as sort of being the sole be-all, end-all really has diminished over time. And I mean, we look at how our workforce has changed in the number of years, and we're actually wanting people to take more of these leadership roles. And I think there is definitely an acceptance that more and more as time passes, really, that there's people in, in roles who have great skill. And they may not be particularly in that leadership role, but I think there is still a piece of, you know, from a stewardship perspective and making sure that we're spending our financial resources wisely, I think we all can contribute to that. But at the end of the day, I think there does still need to be some element of control. But I do think that putting things down to the lowest possible level, you know, letting letting team leaders and supervisors be charged with trying to resolve some of these issues as instead of getting, you know, the higher level managers involved when people are just running for meeting to meeting to meeting, let's actually empower people to make changes and to make decisions and to bring solutions forward. And this is one of the things that I always say to my teams over time, as I said, don't just bring me a problem, bring me a solution. And so, I mean, I don't mean it in the sense of as a manager that I'm not going to try and resolve issues. Of course I am. But I want to hear from what my team had to say, because especially those that are working on the line level, the front end, the operations, they know better what will work in their world than I do if I've been out of it for a few years or perhaps longer. Mm -hmm. um, I think that every workforce has that capacity and so much of what we've been doing has always been relying on you know, a manager who may never have done that job, may not have very much experience in that field, is now trying to implement solutions that don't actually work.
What are some of the qualities are you really wanting to see more of in BC, in Yukon, in the public service at the end of the day? I would really like to see more in the area of collaboration and risk. Mm. And so from a collaborative perspective, it's interesting because I mentioned that I, I feel like I'm seeing more and more pockets of the people enabler, but I really see from the collaboration perspective this idea that, especially at the senior leadership level, that we need to be pushing back down to the folks that are actually doing the work and saying, what do you think we can do? How do you think we can do this better? And truly listening to those and considering what those ideas are and building them into the work that's done and also sharing information. Um, that's one of the things that I've, especially working in the HR world, we are unfortunately very, very siloed in some organizations and some departments are doing a great job of breaking down those silos. But the simple idea that everybody has a piece of information and we probably have we have the complete picture if we were able to talk to one another, but it sometimes seems that we're we're stuck. So this idea of more collaboration and trying to make sure everybody knows the pieces of information, even those that might not seem directly relevant, but they can all sort of play a really important role. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned um, the idea of risk. And so do you, do you think folks are, uh, that even being a collaborator or, or having that lens as a leader um, you need to possibly be open to risk? Or in what way do you see risk fitting into this? I see risk as an idea of being a little bit more innovative and a bit more creative. And so, you know, people are often very afraid of making mistakes or doing something that doesn't work. And especially, you know, I think the higher, the more senior roles that you're in, um, that sort of tolerance for risk decreases. Mm -hmm. um, people are very afraid that there's going to be consequences and, uh, you know, we're looking always at changes in government and those types of things and not really knowing what's going to happen. You always want to perform it. Make sure you spend all the money that you got at, before the end of the fiscal year and make sure that you achieve all your results and make sure you don't have anybody off on leave and make sure you don't have any overtime and all of these things that we're so focused on sort of the end result instead of looking at the whole picture. And I think what happens in those situations is that we end up having processes and procedures that are not realistic and they're they're old school ways of thinking and they don't necessarily work for the way things are today. Um, they're very, in my opinion, very based on a strong hierarchy and I, I really think that we need to sort of flatten out what our, our organizational design looks like. But this idea about let's try to innovate, let's try to do things that maybe aren't um, sort of the standout easiest way to do things, but they may come up with a bigger reward in, or they may fail. I mean, I'm not talking about doing things like blowing money or like doing things that endanger people or, you know, <laughs> endanger right. the services we're providing to clients, but looking at, at changing our procedures in a way that might make a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm wondering when you look at the, the eight and you think um, kind of more inward, um, which ones of, of the eight do you feel are your are real strengths of you? Um, I do feel like I'm, I'm quite self-aware. Um, I know where my blind spots are for the most part. It doesn't necessarily mean that I change all of those things, but I definitely feel that I'm quite aware of those things um, and recognize that when it's time to make decisions, um, how I need to temper that. So I'm often very quick to make decisions, and I, I do them you know, as a logical way of doing it, but sometimes it means that I haven't waited for all of the information to come to me. So that's one piece that I always need to kind of be mindful of when, when people are providing me the information is to maybe not be quite so quick to um, to jump to making a decision. 
The other one that I really like, and I've mentioned this, is is risk. Um, One of the things that I've always done with my teams is really encourage them to innovate and bring forward ideas, even ones that seem that they might be pretty far out there. So looking at how we can change our procedures, and it's really interesting on the HR side of things because um, a lot of people who end up working in human resources are very much rules bound. Um, but we look at the way that we are trying to change staffing and trying to innovate and, you know, can we word things a bit differently? What is the risk if we were to say, we're not going to write this on an advertisement, we're not going to have 15 pages of information? What is the risk there? Um, looking at trying to change the way that we communicate with candidates, um, looking at how we may choose to advertise different ways of using different kinds of tools. And so really encouraging um, my teams to bring forward those ideas and try them and sometimes we've done things and they haven't really worked out the way we thought they would and that's okay in my opinion I think at least we've tried them and you know found out that maybe there's a, a different way to do it mm-hmm. there's two other questions that sort of that I have and one of them is around the eight profiles and ones that you find yourself wanting to see more of for yourself so that's a very interesting one. Um, one that really sort of resonated with me as a way that I could maybe work on things is the change agent. Hmm. So this piece of actually, it's interesting because I, I feel that I'm, I'm quite in the area of risk, that that's one that's quite strong for me. But the change agent piece, the piece that I'm really sort of honing in on is the creativity. And that's something that I felt, even since a child, has been, um, I've always had this piece where, you know, I'm, I'm, I like art and I like dance and I like all of these things, but I've always felt very much like I have to do more the academic approach. And so I'm kind of trying to think in a creative way, um, and it was really interesting when I went through the free agent intake process and seeing how that assessment was done a little bit differently, it really kind of opened my mind to say, okay, well, we're still following all the same sort of parameters. We're inside that that giant box, but we're doing things a little bit differently, a bit more creatively, and so that's an area that I would definitely like to work on a little bit more and sort of expand and think about what are some more creative ways that I can still get the work done as opposed to, um, you know, just doing it the same old way. Yeah. For sure. So in closing, this is, a, I'm ad-libbing a little bit here. I'm curious about a, a one-word checkout. Based on everything that we've said, where are you at and what would your one word, with a, possibly some, some descriptors at the, at the end, what is your one-word checkout? Oh my goodness, that's a tricky one. <laughs> um, yeah. I would say um, interested. Hmm. So my word would be interested, and I really feel that is, I'm I'm really excited to definitely move into the free agent world and see what that's going to do. But I also think that we are seeing a lot of momentum, and we are seeing a lot of movement as to how things can change. Technology is a huge one. So more and more we're looking at innovative approaches of how we can do things. This idea that we know we're recording things on apps and we're using phones and and you know, we're video chatting and all of these things that maybe the technology has been there for a while but government hasn't necessarily been on. But certainly looking at options like more and more opportunities for remote work and telework and enabling people to sort of better balance their work-life situation, I think is a really cool one. And so I'm really interested in and maybe eager Mm. to see how things transform over the next several years. 
Great. Wow, that's great. Well, I want to thank you wholeheartedly for taking the time and providing your insights on uh, your new sort of venture um, career-wise as a free agent and, and your take on, on leadership profiles um, as they exist um, with the questions that we asked you. So thank you so, so much. A really, really great speaking with you. Great. Well, thank you for having me.